This is this is gonna be weird for me too. Yeah. Just so you know. That's that'll be perfect. I tend to spit a lot, so keep your lips pursed. <laughs> nice intimate show. How good was that? Was that comedy show good? Well, I got HPV, so yeah, it was pretty dang great. <laughs> Roughly 24 to 92 hours ago, Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned three specific humorists to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they will now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience in a show called Stab. Oh, it's people! People are here! They're watching Stab! I don't know how to feel about this. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to Stab. I'm Jesse Jones. I'm over here. I'm usually over there. Doesn't Ooh. matter to you. Uh, with us tonight, Daniel Mandela. Hello. Jesse Rivia, Rivera, Rivera, Rivera. Just Rivera. John misspelled it. Imagine that. And at the end, Jojo Lewis. Again, I am Jesse Jones. I'm guest hosting for John Ross, who is allegedly sick. <laughs> Imagine that with four children. They're just germ incubators. What is the point of... You know what? I'm going to go on. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to start the show by bashing children. <laughs> that comes in segment three. <laughs> I don't know if I did that. I'm going to look ahead. Uh, welcome, Danielle. Thank you for hey, having me. Hey, it's been a little while. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. How's things? Good. I didn't have a heart attack today. That's good. Any day that doesn't include a heart attack is a win. You got anything else while I'm sipping? Come on, don't leave dead air. No, literally nothing. This is any, This is everything that's in my life right now. I'm very sorry. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> we'll get you booked for February before you leave. If you <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, because this show has to have a Jesse on the panel. <laughs> Welcome, sir. We've tried to have you on, like, what, three or four times at this yeah, point? Yeah, like, once you flaked, then I flaked, then, like, the whole world kind of flaked. And yeah. And then I saw the opportunity yesterday, and I was like, I need to get down to stab more often. So. Well, I was like, twice it. in one night, then I won't have to come back for it. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you get them in. I, I would love to come back in February. Yeah. Uh, so we're just going to have a reunion show in February? Just maybe this whole panel yep. will do maybe that? Maybe with my own podcast. We'll just, we'll just oh, see shit. who all survived from that month to this, to <laughs> February. That's yeah. the spirit, Jojo. It sure is. <laughs> how how are things with you in your sad, terrible world, Jojo Lewis? Oh, you know. <laughs> going <do>. fine. <laughs> Life is great. Yeah. Yeah. If your fine is the same as my fine uh, as my fine, I'm sorry. Yeah. I have a I have a band aid too, but it's it's like right here where my heart is. Mm. Yeah. And it's inside and it's a metaphor. Yeah. So. You know it's good. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so you're just gonna freeform write an emo song on stage. I just for this like show. this. Oh, well, I just like this long, like intense gaze we've got going on. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> yeah. If, if we need to come back later. Yeah. <laughs> this is Don't. the most people that have ever been at a stab at the same time. It's kind of amazing. Is that we've been <laughs> we've been very popular recently. You would believe. <laughs> it's all that lime white claw. Yeah. Lime White Claw, the official drink of Stab. Not just the podcast, the theater too. 
All right, we're going to get started here. <coughs> Production value. Segment one, reorganization. Uh, let's see, what did I write here? Oh, yeah. Uh, reimagine the following acronym. Who or what might it now represent? Uh, it's the start of the new year. And with it, the most popular resolution is invariably to get in shape and lose that extra weight. With that laughably unattainable goal in mind, <laughs> your acronym is BMI. What does BMI mean to you, Danielle? BMI stands for Be More Idiot. This is not to be confused with the much more hostile CrossFit motto, Be More Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> So in fact, it's almost the exact opposite of that. No comma, no drama. <laughs> <laughs> be more idiot is a gentle reminder that we're all going to be dead soon. So why waste that time being smart and responsible when we could be having f stupid fun? <laughs> Rent is due. I could pay it on time. Or I could be more idiot and use my last $600 to drive to the airport and pick the first Southwest flight I can afford. <laughs> That's how I ended up spending last weekend in Albuquerque visiting other people's grandparents. <laughs> sure, I could figure out uh, why the check engine light com keeps coming on in my car, but that's not as fun as playing Mario Kart on my phone all day in bed it's until true. the mechanics are all closed. Go ahead, BMI. <laughs> Say screw you to your gluten allergy and eat the pizza. <laughs> Adopt that adorable puppy that'll definitely outgrow your studio apartment and your food budget in two weeks. Give yourself permission to ignore the rational side. Life's short. Be more idiot. <laughs> Danielle Mandela. <clears throat> With a, a mantra that, yes, I would love to adopt. <laughs> exactly. Mm. As the... Trademark. As the fine Mr. Al Yankovic said 35 years ago? Mm. Uh, that's something. Uh, I wish I could be an idiot. It's so much more fun. I feel like Did every prompt on this list is like a cry for help from Jesse. Well, <laughs> maybe it is. Let's I mean, see I mean if everybody can play along at home <laughs> <laughs> and connect those sad dots. <laughs> if it was, it was it was strictly subconscious. <laughs> but we'll see how my mind works. Now I'm going to play too. <laughs> Where are all the cries for help? Jesse, <laughs> BMI, what does it mean to you? First, uh, I didn't write nearly as much as Danielle. That's did all right. You did, you, did you do that good on all of them? Because I want to switch places if I have to follow, <laughs> You're if I have to follow you on every it's uh, the episode. Someone flow. had to it's take all... up Jesse's word count. Yeah. Okay. Tonight, that's me. So, um, yeah. Um, so, uh, bon oh, BMI. Um, I reinvented a new product. Uh, BMI stands for, it's a body mass interceptor. <laughs> and it's just a uh, fancier word for a girdle <laughs> because it's 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 I'll, I'll demonstrate on myself I have lots of body sure. and it's kind of like massing out into <laughs> you know I'm not quite to the audience right but you can see it right um, the body mass interceptor will intercept this mm -hmm. and pull it closer to you Creating the illusion that you tried to lose weight and cared about yourself and yeah. put in the work and didn't just spend 19.99 on the body mass interceptor. That's a fair price. That's a fair price. Yeah, 19.99. Fair <laughs> price. Two for 25. 
Well, that's yeah. a great oh, price. Yeah, giving it away. Because fat people usually come in pairs. <laughs> <laughs> <That's true. laughs> yes. Jesse Riviera, body mass <laughs> interceptor. <laughs> the body mass interceptor, proud sponsor of Stab Comedy Theater mm. and podcast. Yeah. Hi there, JoJo. Hi. Okay. <laughs> Don't look away, JoJo. I, I, <laughs> JoJo, look. what does BMI mean to you? So, as with most of mine, this is there's a character. Ooh. And uh, you'll you'll probably get it. <laughs> I'll explain it at the end. Anyway. <clears throat> All right, bitches, line up. <laughs> you disgust me. All right, what are you smiling about, Thong? You've got one job, to hide my pussy and butthole. <laughs> and you do that, but a little too well. <laughs> oh, you think you're so high and mighty with your flossy middle section and lacy side, you fat fuck. My gas <laughs> is not supposed to look like a strip of gauze when I pull it out of my backside. <laughs> What are you snickering about, see-through nightgown? You were supposed to be a size double zero, but you're clearly an elephantine size eight. <laughs> oh, you think that's funny, Brazier? You think this is a game? I got news for you. They're called cup size, not bowl size. <laughs> Let me ask you something, stockings. Are you stockings or are you leggings? Because if you're leggings, you're baggy. And if you're baggy, you're pants. <laughs> <laughs> no, you fat sacks of cloth are going to need to make some serious cuts because it's 2020, the year of BMI, body shaming my intimates. <laughs> <laughs> All right, JoJo Lewis, BMI. Those poor intimates. <laughs> They're tis, delicates, too. Tis the season. Yeah. Oh, let's see if I can do this properly. Hold on. Hold on, guys. Segment two. Wait, here it is. There it is. Topical haiku challenge. That makes this music okay. It's reverent. Uh, <laughs> please complete three haiku. Uh, in regard to the following topical story. I actually did a double. Uh, so in two completely unrelated topical stories, over New Year's Eve, guests at a Sacramento Doubletree Hotel were disturbed to find that much of the hotel was booked for an annual New Year's swingers party organized by a lifestyles group known as Allures. Had boasted such <coughs> amenities as 10,000 feet of dance space, plus a dungeon room featuring devices for Enhancing sex acts. Also, January is unofficially known as Divorce Month in legal circles. <laughs> Haiku about them things, why don't you? One at a time, we're going to start with Danielle. Go down the line. Danielle, your first haiku about them subjects, there. This one's titled Act One. <laughs> Happy New Year, folks. Non-slip shoes are required here at the Doubletree. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I can like feel it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try not to think about feeling it. <clears throat> Jesse, your first haiku. In a dungeon room, I had my first bang of the year. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, just leave me here. <laughs> it's a rhyming haiku as well. Double bonus points. We don't keep points. <laughs> Jojo, your first haiku. This one's called Breakdown. So, uh, she gets the house and the kids, and you get all of the STDs. <laughs> <laughs> Can they be distributed? No, oh, it doesn't matter. Danielle, <coughs> we all cringe at the thought of your second haiku. <laughs> this one's called Act Two. I assumed it would be. <laughs> Happy New Year, babe. I'm going to go hit the gen- uh, gym. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Was the by just one syllable, or was that two? No, it's written as three, bye. actually. Oh, oh okay. That's <laughs> three, right? Bye. Yeah. All right. You're stretching the syllable count. <laughs> Jesse, uh, haiku two. This one was really hard because I really wanted to use January. <laughs> <laughs> it's only four. Yeah. Okay. In January. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> new singles down to mingle. Use contraception. <laughs> ah, hey. Two four-syllable words. Look at that. <clears throat> Joe, Joe. Topical haiku, too. <laughs> that, that cadence was weird. I apologize. Jojo, haiku, too. Uh, this one's called The Dear John Letter. It's not you, babe, but after fucking ten dudes, I need a little more space. <laughs> We, we get what you did there. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> we disapprove of what you did there, but we, we get it. <laughs> Danielle, we could skip this if you want. <laughs> can, you guess, right. can you guess the title? Um, episode four. <laughs> it's a new hope, hopefully. Um, all right. Uh, it's uh, Haiku 3, Danielle. <laughs> <laughs> Act three. <laughs> new decade, new you. New post-divorce dating site. Swingingsack.com. Do you know for sure that doesn't exist? I was afraid to look. I'm pretty sure it does. Yeah. It probably exists, yes. but it's probably not a regional thing. <laughs> <laughs> that would be my guess. Jesse, Iku 3. The Allure Club said, This guy, yes. This girl, yes. Oh, Allure Club, me like. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> you approve of their selections. That's good. Joe, Joe. Okay. There was too many J's in that. Iku uh, <laughs> the last. Let's finish this up. What do you got? This one's titled, The Host Greets Us. Welcome, swingers. Pull up your lawyer's website and get down to business. (laughs) 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 Topic language challenge. Give it up for everybody. That was the end of that sound effect. Oh, no. Don't do it again. Oh. Now we have to sit through it.
Sorry. <laughs> I meant to pause it. I played it again. It worked that time. <laughs> All right. Uh, all right, <laughs> segment three, and uh, stepdad doesn't make us do the. Uh, uh, this was today once, so we got different prompts. Uh, I like to pull out weird ones that we don't use very often. Segment three is versus v versus. Please tell us who would win in a fight between the following and why. And this segment is where I let my mind just go, <laughs> and random <laughs> things come, and you figure out who would win in a fight between them. So buckle up for that one. Oh, yeah, right off the bat. Danielle. <laughs> I don't know where you're going to go with this. I don't know where I was going with this. Who would win in a fight between a chipmunk with seven PhDs and a mime with a jetpack? <laughs> First of all, it's 2020, and I want to know where the mime found his jetpack, but the rest of us <laughs> still don't have one. Uh, so this fight is actually more fair than it looks on the surface, but not necessarily in a good way. Um, so here's how I think that fight would play out. Round one, uh, the mime is going to start off simple. He's going to build a wall around himself sure. to keep the chipmunk out. <laughs> the chipmunk will use his PhD in theater arts to counter with his own mime act, mm. riding a big tall horse in circles around the boxed-in mime until he gets dizzy and throws up. Mm-hmm. Then the chipmunk will laugh so hard that he'll fall off his high horse and into the vomit. <laughs> <laughs> Round two, the mime is going to pull out his jetpack, and uh, he's going to start training a fleet of jetpacked mime space cadets. <laughs> the chipmunk is then going to use his combined PhDs in astrophysics and macroeconomics to shatter his interpla interplanetary delusion by screaming statistics at the mime 24-7 <laughs> until his ears bleed and he's forced to return to Earth. Right. Round three, the chipmunk is gonna use his PhD <laughs> in communications oh. to rally his three friends with, with PhDs, because they can't all be his, that's selfish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so his friends with PhDs in law, ethics, and metaphysics, and they're gonna discuss a new plan of attack uh, while gathering on onlookers, let Instagram tell them what Disney character they are. <laughs> While they're distracted, the mime's gonna start digging a hole, presumably to China, so he can launch an attack from behind. But only he can see where it's actually going because it's his imagination and he can't tell us. Uh, the point is, one way or another, he's never gonna come out of the hole. By the time the chipmunk notices he's gone, it's November and he realizes he hasn't stored any nuts. And unable to decide how to ration the short supply, the chipmunks slowly descend into chaos and succumb to the harsh realities of winter. So in short, uh, in the chipmunk versus the mime, mm -hmm. there are no winners. It's a draw. You are not wrong. You're not wrong. There was no winners in that. <laughs> <laughs> and I apologize. Jesse. Uh, <laughs> all right. I'm going to stop apologizing for these. I'm owning these. Own Jesse, uh, who would win in a fight between a vegan driving a monster truck Versus a serial killer on a recumbent bike. <laughs> I just want you guys to know that the fat kid had to Google recumbent bike. <laughs> <laughs> so what the fuck's that? It was a, it was originally a, a tandem bike, but I thought recumbent bike was funnier for a serial killer. Yeah. <laughs> this is my thought process. Welcome yes, to it. Yes. So, <laughs> hands down. The serial killer is going to win this fight. 
because see the vegan only like the vegan is, is peaceful he's like i can't hurt anybody because he's vegan right like he doesn't want to sure. kill animals and then because the vegan is driving a monster truck and i'm positive the vegan would be driving an, an electric monster <laughs> truck <clears throat> so the vegan would be having to a Make sure that he's not hurting anybody else in the process of defending himself, okay. but then also would having to be like find a place to park his electric monster truck. <laughs> Whereas the serial killer, he just wants kills. Mm -hmm. Like that's all he cares about. That's kind of like why he's stuck on a recumbent bike because he's never gonna get anywhere. Like <laughs> it's just it's just like a metaphor for his life. Oh. Like every pedal stroke is a kill. And a kill, and a kill, and a kill, and the fight will end when he kills the vegan. <laughs> All right. Yes. Just Rivera. Vegan. Rivera. I hadn't put that much thought into the internal struggle of a serial killer on a recumbent bike. And I haven't been to a monster truck show in a while. I would be surprised if there isn't an electric monster truck by now. They've got a lot of immediate pickup. It's I'm sure like a vegan is power immediately yeah. to all four wheels. You know what? I'm just brainstorming. I'm going to pitch this to Monster Jam. <laughs> what? I'm the only one that knows the production company of, <laughs> of monster truck shows in this country. <laughs> it's, oh the, it's the all-electric grave digger. <laughs> I think he just stole your cut. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. Maybe White Claw will sponsor. <laughs> Oh, White Claw Monster Truck. Oh, this idea just keeps getting better. <laughs> they can have like a special dirt flavor. <laughs> that's, Claw. that's mango. Jojo. <laughs> 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 yes. Oh, I know you'll enjoy this one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who would win in a fight between the Millennium Falcon mm -hmm. and versus uh, a, a millennial with a chest tattoo of a fucking falcon? <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I'm not happy <laughs> with this or anything. <laughs> All right, it's the first round. The Millennial with the chest tattoo of a falcon is coming out strong. He's got two cases of Lime White Claw, the official drink sponsor of Stab Comedy Theater. Yeah, and he's just put on some lo-fi beats to chill out and study to. But the Millennium Falcon is coming in hot with a devastating doing that thing with the spinning gun that shoots the TIE fighter, but it's really not aiming at anything. Oh, but wait! The Millennial with the Falcon tattoo just delivered an amazing borrowing of his successful sister's Netflix password. <laughs> Only to realize that the Mandalorian isn't on that. <laughs> but wait, the Millennium Falcon just countered with that part where it lands inside the giant worm monster and then takes off again. <laughs> oh no, the Millennial is hitting back with a chest tattoo. It's got diagnosed with HPV. It's got HPV on the chest tattoo. <laughs> It's not looking good for the Millennium Falcon right now. The ship was famous for doing nothing but taking a shortcut because parsecs are a unit of distance, which means when Han Solo was bragging about the ship, it really wasn't about the ship. Oh, no, the Millennium's going for the Millennium Falcon. It's going to be over soon, folks. Wait a minute. The Millennium just realized it's the Millennium Falcon. Oh, my God, he's going against the Millennium Falcon. It turns out he named his Falcon Millennium. <laughs> Apparently it was to impress weird girls. <laughs> the Millennial is down. Millennium Falcon is the winner. <laughs> Sounds right. I should turn that up. <laughs> I should have turned that up. It wasn't up. 
doesn't matter. <laughs> that was versus the versus. You'll see it again next time I host the show. Segment four. Uh, yeah. I don't know why I questioned myself as I'm reading my own prompt. You know what? Never mind me. <laughs> Se- segment four. Write an angry poem about it. I've asked the three people to my immediate right to <laughs> have written angry poems about the following subjects. Uh, Danielle. Give us your angry poem about compassion. (laughs) You, you (laughs) son of a bitch. (laughs) You annoying, self-indulgent, inconvenient, inexplicable, exhausting, nonsensical pain in my ass. (laughs) I don't understand you. You interrupt my plans, you make me do stuff on my day off. Hard stuff like lifting stuff or feeling stuff or talking about feeling stuff. I'd rather sit through nine more Ryan Johnson Star Wars than listen to you. (laughs) (laughs) I'd rather vape straight vitamin E than listen to you. I don't even know what that means. Sometimes I want to lock you in a closet and move, but I won't because of you. (laughs) Compassion, you son of a bitch. (laughs) Danielle Mandela. (laughs) Jeez, Danielle, what the fuck's your deal? (laughs) (laughs) Ha ha, I made you do that, then I call it. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Uh, Jesse, give us your angry poem about that son of a bitch slide whistles. I I would I would <laughs> I would like to do my poem as a as slam poetry. Yes, please. Yes. Oh no. <laughs> Ode to the whistle <laughs> that can slide. The whistle that could bend. A note. You pull the whistle. You pull the whistle. The whistle looks like a pole, but this whistle has no soul. There it is. <laughs> Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Jesse Rivera. Oh, man. Angry poem about slide whistles. It's about time they got theirs. Yeah, snap it out. <laughs> snap. Joe Joe. Mm-hmm. Mm. <clears throat> Give us your angry poem. Yeah. About the future. Even I was shocked at how this turned out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Go. Right away, this is going to be something wrong. <laughs> <clears throat> Hi, folks. Jojo Lewis, comedy jokesman. <laughs> we have a lot of fun here at uh, Stab Comedy Theater doing the Stab podcast show, that which you have all already paid for. So <laughs> there is that. Here's the deal. <laughs> on the subject of the future, to which Jesse asked me to write a poem on... Uh, about two years ago, the International Climate Council came out and said that because of all the bullshit we've done to the planet, we've got about 10 years to pivot our current anti-climate behavior. And uh, as a country, we keep trying to push coal. So, um, <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. We only got eight years left. So we're about to get, like, super fucked. We're doomed. <laughs> and we need to do stuff to, like, fix the climate, but no one gives a shit. Like, 
They say first there is no climate change, then there is climate change, but we aren't causing it. And now they're saying there is climate change, but it's too late. So, <laughs> hey, if you have kids, they're going to live in a nightmare hellscape. <laughs> Australia's burning down. <laughs> Snow blocked the road to Los Angeles last week. <laughs> I don't have kids, so I don't give a shit. <laughs> and just to make sure that this fits into the category of a poem, it is snowing on Mount Fuji. Maybe. <laughs> Thank you. And now let's get back to our comedy show. <laughs> Jojo Lewis. <laughs> Reminding us that it's hopeless. You, you were right. We did shit on children. Yeah. Oh, hey. <laughs> All right. Hey. Fuck those guys. Bingo. The children. If they're the future, then fuck a bunch of them. <laughs> <laughs> that was section four, though. It was. Oh, I missed that a, a segment. Oh, dang. Sorry. Um, I apologize to anyone who has children. Not because of that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, segment five. Hey, we made it all the way to the end, guys. Yay. Good job. Woo. It's because I got out of my own way. Uh, there's a tip. You don't care. Segment five, Department of Tourism. Congratulations. You've all been hired as tourism directors of the following places. Mm. How, you can't say places. Come on. You get through this whole show, I'm going to have a word with you. All right. <laughs> Sorry. <coughs> I blacked out. Congratulations. <laughs> You've all been hired as the tourism directors of the following places. Make us want to play because... Make us want to come visit or live there or what does it matter? We'll be dead in eight years. <laughs> or I'll just be a gasoline warlord. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to put a positive spin on the apocalypse. <laughs> Danielle, get us closer to the end of this show. With uh, your tourism guide to your city, clickbait Sylvania. Want more stamina? Try clickbait Sylvania. <laughs> the dirty little secret residents don't want you to know about CBS. <laughs> Related. Top 10 new laws you may already be breaking. <laughs> Related. This deadly superfood may already be growing in your backyard. <laughs> Related. Top 10 bail bonds in, in clickbait Sylvania. <laughs> Related. CBS District Attorney convicted on two counts of conspiracy. <laughs> Related, four deaths in UCBS dorm linked to illegal superfood. <laughs> Related, FBI investigates party drug named superfood. <laughs> <laughs> Related, independent study links superfood to improved heart health. <laughs> Related, commercial superfood dispensary to open in clickbait Sylvania. <laughs> Related, top 10 tourist destinations in Clickbait Sylvania. Related, Clickbait Sylvania to offer residents $2,000 annual superfood dividend. <laughs> Come to Clickbait Sylvania. The internet doesn't lie. <laughs> Danielle Mandela. Clickbait Sylvania. Uh, it knows your browsing tendencies, so that was all on you guys. <laughs> that didn't have anything to do with Danielle. Nope. She just channeled that. <laughs> I delete my cookies. <laughs> Jesse, I apologize. Uh, make us want to come to Jersey Mike'sburg. <laughs> 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 J 
Jersey Mike's Berg, <laughs> named after the Jersey Mike's Subway uh, sandwich uh, franchise. I hadn't even thought of that. So, <laughs> Jersey Mike's Berg is a wonderful town to live in <laughs> because there is a Jersey Mike's on every corner. <laughs> and we all work at a Jersey Mike's. <laughs> and we all hope to someday own our own Jersey Mike's franchise. <laughs> And the wonderful thing about Jersey Mikesburg is that on the holidays, we all celebrate together, and Jersey Mike actually comes <gasps> to the celebration. Um, but it's kind of like a cult <laughs> without Kool-Aid, but Jersey Mike will need to with your wife. <laughs> and, but it's only during the holidays. <laughs> so it's not like you got to give your wife up to Jersey Mike all the time. Yeah. Just on the special holiday gatherings. But we all work at Jersey Mike's. <laughs> Everyone's happy. No one ever wants to leave. Jersey Mikesburg. Thank you. <laughs> Jesse Rivera. Jersey Mikesburg. Making Jersey Mikesburg better than it had any right to be. <laughs> Thank you, Jesse. <coughs> Jojo, let's end this show. Then we'll all go home. Okay. And it'll be good. It's that's sure. straightforward. Uh -huh. <sighs> I'm running out of gas, guys. <laughs> Thank you all for coming out one more time. Don't applaud. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize for that. <laughs> Set you up and then chastised you. That was wrong of me. Jojo, mm -hmm. let's end this show with your your pitch to get us all to visit. The Funny Bone Zone. Sure. <laughs> Hi there. I'm JoJo, and I represent the Funny Bone Zone, a place where all of the funniest bones can be found. <laughs> that part of your arm that hurts when you hit it real bad? We've got it. <laughs> that bone hat that that dude in the office wears that makes it look like there's a bone stuck in his head and he thinks it's so fucking funny? <laughs> We've got it. A penis wider than it is tall? <laughs> We've got it. <laughs> How, you may ask? Well, it's a complicated process that begins here, 65 million years ago. <laughs> that there is a chicken bone that a fat guy choked on. <laughs> the chicken bone landed on the branch of a tree and got stuck in the sap. Then, millions of years later, that sap hardened into amber, which our scientists at Funny Bone Zone drilled in <laughs> and then fixed it up so we could have the funny bones ourselves. They used the DNA of a frog to fill in the gaps and bam, <laughs> funny bone DNA. <laughs> All of our funny bones are guaranteed not to switch sexes during your visit. <laughs> So come on down to the Phony Bone Zone, formerly Stab Comedy Theater. <laughs> <laughs> Jojo Lewis, and that's Stab, everybody. <laughs> Thank you all for coming out one more time. Danielle Mandela. <laughs> Jesse Rivera. <laughs> Jojo Lewis. <-a. laughs> and this has been Stab. If you want to hear more Stab, well, shit, man, there's like 200 <laughs> online. So go ahead and check them out. They're on iTunes, Spotify. We've got stuff on SoundCloud. I promise I'll do something on that page again someday. <laughs> check it out, why don't you? Uh, or you can come out here every Friday night, 10 o'clock-ish, 
at the Stab Comedy Theater for live recordings of the Stab Podcast. We named the theater after the podcast! (laughs) (laughs) Good night, everybody.